How many Bitcoins are left to be mined? What is happening with Ethereum? Why does Kathy Wood think Ethereum might be the better investment than Bitcoin? And what is going on with Chainlink and their strategic advisors? This and more in the crypto market talk this week. Let's jump in right into the cryptocurrency overview. Today we're talking about Bitcoin, we're talking about Ethereum, some important news from Ripple, as well as some really bullish news from Chainlink. We'll also quickly look at Aave, the DeFi blue chip in my opinion, and then a short view also on the meme coin, Dogecoin. But let's jump right into this very interesting dashboard, the Clark Moody Bitcoin dashboard, which you can have a look. By the way, I'll post the link into the video description below. And there is an interesting column here called future supply. Now, as of this recording, and I'm recording this on the 13th of December, but once you watch it, it will be the 14th of December, we can see that 90% of the Bitcoin supply has already been mined. Now, this number might come as a shock for many people because a lot of people think that a lot of Bitcoins are still left to be mined. And if we look at the numbers here, we can see 95% of the supply will come out 3rd December 2025, 99% on the 21st February 2035. And the last full Bitcoin will be released on the 3rd of May 2100. And five. So Bitcoin has this really interesting mechanism that will allow it to reduce the amount of Bitcoins being rewarded to the miners as we go along. Every four years, there is an event called the halvening or the halving of the Bitcoin rewards, meaning currently a Bitcoin miner, once he or she solves successfully this Bitcoin uh, calculation, uh, he or she is rewarded with 6.25 Bitcoins as a Bitcoin reward. That also means that going forward after a halvening event, this will be reduced to 3.125 Bitcoins per reward. That essentially means that Bitcoin could be in a potential supply shock as we see it right now, because this number, this headline, I think it will make waves. So as soon as people see that 90% of all Bitcoins are already out there or have been mined, it essentially means the time is ticking and you should be in the business of buying Bitcoin. Now, if we look at the chart, it looks dire, I must be honest. It looks really sad, um, mostly sideways action, especially since last week, since we talked about this Bitcoin chart right here. I don't see a very concrete trade. I think the numbers or the lines that I've drawn here are still very valid. I do think that going forward, if another correction should come and it might come, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest, we will see potentially 10 to even 20% drops in the Bitcoin price. Currently, people are focused on the Christmas shopping, on their vacations and so on. So it will be interesting to see how it will behave after January. There are also obviously some tax harvesting events from different people. So there might be a sell-off potentially for bigger investors. But going Going forward, especially midterm and long term, I'm still thinking that the Bitcoin price will cross 70 and then 100K. I'm not the only one because Kathy Wood from ARK Invest, the CIO of ARK Invest, is also thinking something similar. She's even saying that Bitcoin could cross 500K uh, in the coming months. But she's also saying that Ethereum might be the more interesting 
investment in terms of crypto investment especially for the bigger ones now the bigger ones meaning mostly institutional investors she is saying that essentially ethereum has these very strong fundamentals and very strong industries such as nfts DeFi, all the stuff that i've mentioned in the last couple of crypto market talks as well so especially these industries are being mostly built on ethereum meaning that ethereum the underlying kind of industry or technology and for framework of Ethereum is very valuable. Now, speaking of Ethereum and, and kind of valuable developments on there, the so-called Arrow Glacier upgrade has been successfully pushed through this week. So it is currently on the so-called mainnet, which is the live network of Ethereum. And we can see that the Arrow Glacier uh, event has postponed the so-called difficulty bomb now what is the difficulty bomb it's an incentive especially for the miners to move away from proof of work to proof of stake now this is obviously a huge change and it has been postponed many many times now on one side the ethereum community of course wants to switch to proof of stake on the other, other other side it is still a bit of an issue because the proof of stake network might not be ready as of now Essentially, when we look at the Ethereum chart, what do we see here? I, th I still think that with the correction of Bitcoin, the Ethereum price might be affected as well. So I've drawn here an, a very interesting price zone, in my opinion, around 3,410 US dollars. I do think that a correction to this level is very possible. Now, as always, with additional volatility going on in the markets, it could be that it will cross this line. But I would say as a re-entry, if it should cross this price point, I do think 3,410 US dollars could be quite easy interesting going forward as well because a lot of people keep asking me what is or is ethereum and bitcoin still an interesting investment and i have to say of course if we look at the historical kind of price developments of the different cryptocurrencies we can still see that bitcoin and ethereum are still the major players in this market a lot of coins that we've seen in 2017 are just not around anymore so it essentially kind of strengthens the position of bitcoin and ethereum in this market one of those coins that was around in uh, in 2017 was xrp now xrp has this very interesting sec case and in this case we're talking about xrp being labeled or kind of categorized as a potential security this could of course mean additional problems and regulations for ripple as a company so it will be interesting to see how this court case is developing now ripple labs is on one side saying that xrp cannot really be a security because bitcoin and ethereum have not been labeled a security and in the case of bitcoin and ethereum it was always interesting because it was never officially mentioned that it is officially not recognized as a security it was more on a side sentence and side note that uh, was mentioned that ethereum is potentially for example not a security ripple labs is arguing that kind of from the development side it is very similar or how it came out to be that xrp as a coin has been brought to the market in a very similar way as ethereum so it will be quite interesting to see another very interesting point here is this article from chris larson 
Chris Larson is the chairman of the Ripple Labs company, so the company behind the XRP token, and he's saying that Bitcoin mining stocks could rally on proof of work change. Now, this is an interesting one because on one side, you have the Bitcoin maximalists saying that proof of work is the essence of Bitcoin. So going away from that would break the essence. On the other side, Chris Larson is saying that from an ecological standpoint, proof of work is an issue. It was also an issue from a marketing standpoint. So all these Bitcoin mining companies that have stocks that are listed on different stock exchanges could potentially benefit from Bitcoin moving away from proof of work to different consensus algorithms. Now, proof of stake is, of course, one of those doesn't mean that proof of stake is the only one. It just means it is potentially an alternative. But I still think that without, for example, Ethereum moving to proof of stake, I don't think Bitcoin should move to proof of stake in this case. I also believe that a very kind of a low settlement layer should always stay in proof of work. We can always discuss kind of additional layers on top being with different consensus algorithms, but down the road, kind of at the bottom, the settlement layer should always stay in proof of work in my opinion. Now, looking at the XRP course, we can slowly start seeing a trend line here. Again, for me, this is a very kind of dangerous and difficult trade to really read. In my case, I would say the SEC decision is very kind of pivotal in terms of XRP price action. Now, of course, you can say, yeah, of course, but as soon as the court case is through, then the price action will be already be quite bullish. So if, if XRP is not being labeled as security, then we are through here. On the other side, in my opinion, I think I just think it's too risky to um, really invest into XRP. We, we're already seeing specific exchanges moving away from XRP, delisting XRP, for example, in the US because of kind of regulation issues or potential regulation issues. Now, looking at a more, let's say, bullish information and news story, we can see that Google's former CEO joins Chainlink Labs as strategic advisor. Now, who is this Google CEO? It is no other than Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt has taken Google from a very young company and upstart from 2001 up until 2011, led it as a CEO and made it the tech giant that it is. So Eric Schmidt knows what he's talking about and he's now a strategic advisor to Chainlink Labs. Now generally very, very bullish, but if we look at the price and if we kind of compare it with the news that we've seen, you cannot really see very bullish momentum here. Even if I kind of go down from the weekly chart to the more daily chart, we cannot really see a lot of bullish momentum. Of course, when the news came out, that kind of helped the price a little bit, but since then it has corrected down. So I still believe that with the Bitcoin price and Ethereum price going sideways and even correcting down, the altcoins will hurt even more compared to Bitcoin. Nonetheless, I do think that if you're interested in investing into something like Chainlink, now might not be a very bad time. Very similar to the next news story like Aave. Now Aave, especially Aave Arc, is the institutional grade DeFi application for um, institutions. Now, Aave is trying to push for more institutional interest with companies like Securitize and Fireblocks that want to get onto the Aave Arc platform. Currently, there is a community vote running 
among the stakeholders in Aave Arc. It is a KYC compliant and institutional grade version of this DeFi lending platform that Aave is. And in my opinion, Aave is still one of the blue chips in this economy, in this DeFi economy. But the issue here that I'm seeing is that different companies are attacking Aave from different sides. Now, Aave Compound and, and, and other DeFi protocols obviously are the absolute blue chips such as Uniswap as well, but they're getting competition from left and right. One of those companies is Silo Finance. They are trying to move away from this traditional pool setup of the different coins for liquidity, moving into a more silo based setup. Quite interesting. Not sure whether it will succeed, but it is nonetheless will be competition for Aave and Compound. Looking at the Aave price, we can see a very strong downtrend here and it hasn't really recovered really well. It is currently at 172 US dollars. In my opinion, should kind of this level break, we're looking at sub 100 US dollar prices. Now, in my opinion, Aave again is one of the DeFi blue chips as well as Chainlink, as well as Uniswap. I do think that if you're focused on, a, let's say, more a DeFi focused portfolio, these three values could be really in the portfolio because the news around it are very bullish. The developments around it are very solid. So in my opinion, this could be an interesting buy even in this bearish time right now. Looking at the meme coins, Dogecoin, for example, has received a comment from the Ripple CEO, Brad Garlinghouse. Now, Brad Garlinghouse obviously has a specific interest of pushing XRP and Ripple as a company, but he's saying Dogecoin is not really good for the crypto market. It's very inflationary. It is very problematic because people invest for the wrong interest without actually getting something of fundamental value out of it. Now, Brad Garlinghouse, again, obviously is more interested in kind of pushing XRP. It has also very interesting tokenomics compared to Dogecoin, for example. But the difference is that XRP has more of a fundamental value compared to Dogecoin. Now, looking at the chart, we can see something really interesting. Kind of uh, zooming out here, I can see that the bottom of around 16.5 cents has actually held up really nicely. Now, the interesting part will be if this bottom doesn't hold up anymore, I do think five to six cents are in play. If it should hold up. I think the next kind of big barrier will be around 28 cents US dollars. But again, this is a meme coin. So you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen with the price, especially when it comes to meme coins. Again, it doesn't have a lot of fundamental value in my opinion. So even if you want to invest into a meme coin, make sure that a very small percentage of the portfolio is being invested and that you do proper research. In my opinion, meme coins are made for fun. If you treat your portfolio as a fun portfolio, then you should look at Dogecoin. Otherwise, I would be a bit more careful. That was it from this week's crypto market talk. Make sure to subscribe to this channel to not miss any interesting crypto news. My name is Feas and I will see you on the next one.